0: Welcome back to Sincerely Girls Like Us Where this week we're going to be talking about self-care It is self-care season So what does that look like for you this season, Carson?
1: Um, Being intentional with my routine with work Like cleaning up I know this sounds crazy But cleaning up before I leave Making sure I wake up early enough To have time to just chill out um, I really want to get into a routine of going to the gym, like at least two or three times a week. Um, but doing my quiet time, making time for myself. I never do that. I'm always like, I feel like I'm always in a rush. Mm-hmm. So just making time, like getting up and doing a routine in the morning, like taking showers at night. I love taking showers at night. Everyone likes taking showers in the morning. My two a day
0: girl before i get to work mm. and when i get home wash all the yeah. people off
1: no 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 no, that's <laughs> never me <laughs> i take one at night and then uh after my after my day but taking showers every night like you know everyone says like an everything shower mm-hmm. that's i now i do that like i'm trying to do that once a week but sometimes it's like every two weeks because the thought of shaving my legs during this season is crazy <laughs> <laughs> So, so yeah just be more intentional with the things that I'm doing my everyday routine mm-hmm. I mean I feel like I live the same life every day so
0: so it sounds like you hit a couple different buckets I feel like self-care looks different for different people and I think it depends on what season of life you're into or what your workload mental physical load looks like at this point in the year I guess I feel like you kind of hit the the mental workload mm-hmm. or the mental self-care and you're like looking at it spiritual self-care and then the physical self-care. So Mm -hmm. I think for me, self-care is hard because some of that I think is because I've always been in a relationship with someone. Yeah. And, um, when you are young and you are never really in a season of your life where you've experienced like, I don't want to say loneliness, but being alone. Yeah. Like the, I think there's a a difference. There's a difference. Oh yeah, for sure. I think there's a, um, something so beautiful about being comfortable in your own skin Mm -hmm. and being comfortable in a season of alone, which I've never really experienced. So I always feel like I have put myself and my own needs, like spiritually, physically, emotionally, mentally on the back burner Mm -hmm. because I'm always trying to meet the needs of someone else that's in my life. And I know that, I mean, it could even be like Parental, you know, as a yeah. child, being a child, and then you're meeting the needs of your parents, or mm-hmm. you know, as a wife, you're meeting the needs of your spouse. Or if you have children, you're the and you are the parent, then you're meeting the needs of your children. And I feel like I'm in a season of my life where self-care has been neglected for a really long time because when your children are small, you are constantly the sole provider for the mm-hmm. physical and emotional and spiritual needs of those you've been entrusted care of. And so it's been just now really as I've been entering this part of my life where my kids are older and I'm starting to see the impact of that neglect. So for me, self-care right now looks like as silly as it is, I always, although this is something I've always done for myself once I started doing it every six to seven weeks, I get my hair done. That's what I do for myself. Like that is the one thing that I've always consistently done for myself. I love to have it cut. I love to have it washed. Mm -hmm. I love to have it colored. And that is something I've always done for myself. And there have been seasons of my life where I'll do the mani-pedi thing. But for me, now that I'm able to have a little bit more time on my hands because I'm not caring for the needs of other people as much, That is something that I've kind of taken, um, jumped back into is like doing the mani-pedi thing every couple of weeks for myself. So those are like physical things that I'm doing for myself that just make me feel good. Something else I think I also need to probably work on though is finding um, a balance, a healthy balance that I can carry forward into this next season of my life. Mm Because I've always had a very specific routine of maintaining the emotions and the feelings and the physical well-being of all these other people in my life, um, I've never had that season of like singleness, like where I come home and it's just me. Yeah. Um. And I think that looks so different for mothers. I think that looks so different for people who are, you know, in a relationship. Um. I think that's so different for people who are single. You know, what does that really look like for you as you're establishing new routine? Like, You know, are there pillars essentially of self-care?
1: Yeah. So you just said hair and it reminded me things that I do for myself physically. I get my hair done every six weeks, my extensions, my color, and I get my lashes done every two weeks and yeah. I go to therapy every two weeks. So that's non-negotiable. That is year round season. Like it's not seasonal, like it's year round. Um, so... I do that physically, but I think it changes. I think what you said about like how you've never had that time of singleness to have a routine on your own because you were married so young and like you had your children and now you get to do that now. How liberating is that? How exciting is that, that you've raised your children and what you got one on the way out
0: and one almost out? Yeah. But it's hard though, too, because it's like you're rediscovering who you are and you're Mm -hmm. rediscovering the things that you like and that you don't like because you've now been given the opportunity to have time with yourself again yeah like and what you get do to know yourself
1: think? yeah right. and that's so true like that's where I'm at I think in the self-care is branching out from under my parent not living with them anymore the past three years it's been mm-hmm. great for me my 20s, I feel like for self care is finding out who I am and what I stand for. Mm-hmm. And I think I do a good job of that with my work. But personally, it's just taking a break. Mm. I struggle so hard with that. Now that I have this salon, it's a little bit easier because I'm, I have a booth rent salon. So people pay me weekly, but versus when I had to pay a booth rent weekly. So when I would go on vacation, it's never a vacation. I'm so right. worried about money. I'm like, I have enough money for this vacation, but I'm not making any money. There's no PTO. Like right. you can't pay the other. Like there's
0: there I think that's the one common misconception too about entrepreneurship. When you own your own business mm-hmm. and you're a small business. And I'm not talking about like the medium sized businesses. There is, there is no insurance. Mm-mm. There is no PTO. There's no pension. Mm-mm. There's no. Someone fill in for me. 401k. There's, Mm-mm. there's none of that. And unless you are saving and pulling out from, mm-hmm. The money that you're making, which a lot of times we also know is just barely enough to pay the bills. Yeah. And that's essentially
1: like what I'm trying to do, especially going into next year, like really focusing on at least once a month going somewhere or just taking a break, just having a weekend Mm -hmm. off, doing absolutely nothing. That's self-care for me right now. Just trying to get away.
0: Right. So maybe self-care instead of looking at self-care in terms of seasons maybe it's really like it looks different in your age. So like in my 20s I was definitely not as confident or secure in the person that I was. Got into my 30s I'm a little bit more confident in who I am what I want whatever and then of course you know like we talked about because I had my kids so young now I'm in my 40s and it's the lane's wide open. It's wide open as to what the opportunities and things look like for reinventing myself but then I think in this next season of self-care maybe it really looks like not only self-care but self-preservation. What are the things that are sustainable that I can Mm -hmm. implement into my self-care routine that will carry me forward in business, you know, because we both are entrepreneurs and we own our own businesses. So what are the things that we can do as entrepreneurs to ensure that it's not costly self-care mm-hmm. because that's, that's, you know, hard because yeah. therapy is expensive. Yeah. Your extensions are expensive. Yeah. you you know, getting your hair and nails done. Those things are very expensive, but I, and that's another, another thing too. Why is it that like, that's the expectation? I feel like the expectation for women is, like ever increasingly more and more and more, like as far as like appearances or like what we're supposed to look like or what we're supposed to be wearing or very minimum maintenance. That's wild to me because I feel like the bar is ever changing and moving higher and higher. i mean, like Botox, like once upon a time Botox was for the rich. You know, now with every Susie driving a minivan is rocking like a face full of Botox and filler now. And that as well, because that's expensive. Like who has time or money or patience to be doing that every three, four, five months, whatever. Yeah. And no shade, no tea for like people who choose to do that. That's on you. If that's something that makes you feel good and that's what you want to do, then great. I love that for you. Keep doing that. But, you know, like for me, I don't look at that as something that's sustainable for my physical or mental or emotional health mm-hmm. and well-being. So what is self-care really? You know, from the jump off, we're talking about things that are tangible or mm-hmm. things that, like, make us look at ourselves with a greater pride or appreciation. What are the things that we should be working on, the deep core work? I think you said therapy for you. Oh, my God, you know, that's yeah. the core work that you're doing for yourself. You yeah. know, like, I need to look at myself and go, okay, what are things that I'm doing to ensure that I'm emotionally responding to life circumstances and situations with grace and yeah. compassion and understanding. Yeah. Some of that is self-reflection. I think we've got to take the time to like carve out time every day. Accountability. Well, accountability for and yourself. appreciate yeah. like, the things in the world or the fall. Yeah. Believes, you know, yeah. appreciate the weather, be grateful for the time with family and friends, gratitude. even as stressful as it can be just gratitude. Pure mm-hmm. gratitude can change your heart and change your mindset. So for think, me,
1: though, like with that, you need to be in your Bible every single day. I struggle with that, but it has really changed.
0: Yeah, it changes the way you view the it world. Does.
1: And that is self-care to me, taking care of myself and knowing more about who I am and who I am in Jesus. But no, it's so serious. I did not take how seriously my relationship is with Jesus and how important it is in this singleness that I'm in. I'm, I'm alone, but I'm not lonely.
0: Yeah, but it's allowing you to make space for your emotions because yeah. you can look at it from a perspective that's a heart-changing, life-changing perspective. It is. Perspective. It's life-changing.
1: It's life-changing. Doing that and going to therapy to talk to someone who doesn't have a biased opinion, it's the craziest thing. I knew before I went to therapy, one of the things that I knew was, like, mm-hmm. I struggled to communicate. So now I'm changing that, and that's a part of my self-care but it would have never happened if I didn't take accountability to know that I couldn't do that. Right. So I think along with what do you do for self-care, but how, how mm-hmm. can you do
0: that? Like self-care strategy basically is what yeah. you're saying. So, okay. So some of that is the the emotional work. Some of that's the physical work. As, sim- as simple and as silly as it sounds, is like making time for exercise and you know, making sleep a priority, or making like yeah good food choices as a priority. There are little tiny things like that that we can implement into our routine. Everybody's got to eat. You have routine. to eat every day, okay? So what do you put? What are you fueling your body yes. with? Yes, yes. You know, and then how does that impact your ability to then process your emotions? Because I'm telling you, if you're filling your body full of sugar. And junk that greatly impacts your ability Mm -hmm. to process your emotions. It all works together, and I think a lot of people don't think that. They're not. When you think
1: of self care, you think about the physical things. Like you said, it is literally every single thing down to what you say, how you say it. If you've made a decision, you need to stick to that decision. For some people, like when I worked on an ambulance, I had to get up at 4 30 in the morning. Yeah. If you think for a second that I wasn't asleep by nine o'clock, I was in bed by 8.30, asleep by 9. That was a routine. It had well, to be. yeah,
0: that was part of the self-care so you could function right. in your job right. and, and basically not hurt somebody or yourself. Right. Correct.
1: And so, like, that is a big part, too. I saw this girl. Um, She gets up every single morning at 4.30 and works out at 5 a.m. And she says that her nighttime routine, like, she went over her nighttime routine. What she did say, though, was she resets her her place. Like, that's her self-care thing every night. Her apartment, she resets it. So she cleans up, like does all the dishes, Mm -hmm. make sure that it looks nice. So in the morning she doesn't have to do it or Mm -hmm. she doesn't have to think about it. And I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's so smart. Like that's something that you can do for yourself. It's just to reset your house.
0: I mean, so it just sounds like self care, like just finding a good routine. Honestly, is going to be the key to success here. Like whenever you feel like, I think it's in life, sounds, I know it's like I,
1: re- I really do think that. Like in life, yeah. I remember um, my cousin said this to me. I'm glad you just said that. My cousin said to me, he was like, "Ask what their daily routine is." Nine out of ten people don't have a daily routine.
0: Yeah, or don't it changes want- daily.
1: Yeah, you don't want someone that doesn't have structure in your life. I th-
0: type A thrive off of structure humans thrive off of structure yeah i mean we all do
1: that's important. Like your routine is so important. So that finding builds safety that yeah. makes us
0: feel safe, makes us feel mm-hmm. comfortable. That's how we're able to then explore and create mm-hmm. and do when we feel like we're safe and we've have clear boundaries and expectations. Mm-hmm. We know what the next step is, you know, what's being expected of us. And I think the one variable to that is stress. And I think people don't realize the impact of stress on the body or the mind. Oh, yeah. And I cannot even tell you on a day to day basis, the amount of stress and pressure. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, even just like, and some of that is personality type too. Like, yeah, I don't sure. want to like disappoint. I don't want to mess up. I Same. don't want to let people down. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I know we laughed about this before. I was like, I really struggle at being on time in other areas yeah. of my life. But like when it comes to my job and when I know that people are counting on me and that way I'm not late for work, mm-hmm. I'm always going to make sure I'm buttoned up tight. And Some of that is self-induced stress, um, you know, deadlines and I can see the deadline coming and I'm working as hard and as fast as I can. But when you're a business owner, sometimes it's even just having all the right people in all the right places to help you carry Mm -hmm. out and meet deadlines. And as a business owner, sometimes that's not always the case, um, when other people are underperforming or not meeting their deadlines and that puts you in a time crunch or whatever. And there are just so many things though that I think with regard to my self care routine that impact my ability to be successful and maintaining my self care routine. And a Mm -hmm. lot of that boils down to entrepreneurship. And when I take a step back and I go, you know, is it worth it? Of course, I love my job and I love what I do, but you know, At some point, I do think we have to take a step back and go, what in our lives is causing, quote, too much stress, Mm -hmm. so much so that it prevents you from maintaining healthy life standards or a self-care routine? Because when those things aren't being implemented in your life, you're going to see the dividends trust you're me, a spiral. You're, you're, well, yeah, you're emotionally going to spiral. You're physically going to spiral. Like, mm-hmm. you know, your my weight has always been volatile. I mean, some of that's hormonal. That's with having kids and right. my body changes and perimenopause and all those things. Yeah, I get that. Great. Cortisol is a real ugly demon, <laughs> you know, and stress is, a huge, huge player in that. I mean, when your cortisol levels go through the roof and you're carrying a bunch of belly fat, okay, well, that's stress on your heart, stress Mm. on your body. Okay, well, then how does that play out? That was one of my favorite classes I ever took in college. I talked about this all the time was there was a health psychology class. I was talking about the impacts of stress on your body physically and mentally and it is crazy like autoimmune disorders and things that present themselves because people are constantly under stress like I didn't even know there's a whole percentage of the population that doesn't even have like an inner monologue like what like ah. for real like that's a thing no I literally go through my entire day having like an inner monologue with myself about oh I should not have done that or da, 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 da. like am I crazy probably but like can you imagine living life th- do you live life that way I don't know Person, do you have that? emptiness in
1: there?
0: I don't know. Oh,
1: my gosh. Someone asked
0: me that. <laughs> I
1: can't. Someone asked me that, and I'm like,
0: I don't know if I talk to myself like that. I mean, oh, I have, I do. like, this. It's, it's, like, added stress. It's, like, this constant, like...
1: I I think my mine comes from, like, I have so many things to do, and I'm yes. so type A, that if I don't have a routine and I don't take care of myself, I know it's just physical, but, like, eyelashes. If I don't have my eyelashes on... I can't even look at myself in the mirror and I'm just not present. I'm, I'm just, I don't feel good. And mm-hmm. I think if you feel good and you look good, you do good
0: mm-hmm. and
1: stress. I totally agree in my brain. I got to the point where I had so many things to do. I would start it, but I'll never finish it. Yeah. Like all my office days. For the salon, I would start it or I would do the budget and then I would not finish the budget, or like I would say, Okay, I have to do XYZ and I would do ABCD, like you know, because you're
0: burned out,
1: yeah, and it's you're like burned but out, you, but like, how do you not do that? It's me, like, there's nobody else, like, right? Nobody you can't else is gonna know no, it. You got to figure it out. I think recognizing when you're overstressed and too stressed and too anxious that you're or not
0: over scheduled, over booked,
1: yeah, right? You're you just you can't do anything, like, mm-hmm. you you physically the only thing that you can do. Is just take a loss and not make the money. I mean that's what mm-hmm. you can do. Or you can re- redo your schedule. Which I do. Like three mm-hmm. days a week. So like Monday, Tuesday, today's Wednesday. I was off Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm going to work Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So like I got all my people. For the next three days. I'll make the money that I make. If everything sticks. And I find comfort in that. Because right. I've made my schedule to be that way. Right. But I had to stop and just self care. Just pause not do anything Mm -hmm. i've never in my life just sit on the couch for 12 plus hours and watch
0: tv no me either i always have my computer or something i'm working on i carry the guilt of not Doing the work right. that I know that needs to be done. And that's bills, the problem. Bills,
1: baby. I mean, I bills think that's why the things that
0: I pick as self-care though are things that I legitimately that force me to have to step away where I can't do those things. So yeah. like I used to try to bring my computer and I used to, and my Atlanta, and she will tell you, I would come in there and she would be doing my hair and I'd be on my computer, mm-hmm. like doing all the things I need to do. And then there are certain services that she does that, like when she's washing my hair out or right. I'm under the dryer or whatever, you know, like I obviously can't be like
1: On on my computer.
0: And so it would force me to close. And then I got to thinking, I was like, you know, I literally might have gotten an extra 15 minutes worth of work in here. Why did I not just come in here and be social and intentional with someone Mm -hmm. who I care about and who's been doing my hair for a really long time and just enjoy that time with her and enjoy this time? Like, this is something I love to do for myself. Why am I not? able to shut it off just for that amount of time and the same thing like when I get my nails done and I'm like when I would sit with my feet in the bowl when they would do my pedicure I'd have my computer out doing all this stuff and then of course when I would get the manicure then I can't do that because I can't have my computer out or whatever because my hands have to be free and then I got to where I noticed that I was only choosing to do the manicure I wasn't doing the pedicure because I was like subconsciously choosing things that I love to self-care that I couldn't do and work at the same time.
1: Right. And I think that taking time to just stop, the importance of it is so real because it'll affect every other aspect of your life. If you don't take time for yourself Mm -hmm. physically, mentally and emotionally. Mm -hmm. So physically, we've already covered that mentally. I mean, we're going to therapy. I'm trying my darndest to do, to do a study in the Bible, learn more about Jesus. That's important to me. And then emotionally talking about my feelings and talking about things that happen in -hmm. the past, in the present, things that I want in the future.
0: You need to unpack them because those things inadvertently or in a very real way impact the way you respond to other life circumstances and situations. And so if you can't unpack those things or you haven't allowed yourself the space or the time to do that, then how can you expect to build on or build from? Right. And I think me doing this
1: is only going to make my business better. It's only going to make the girls that work in my business better. Because if I don't take care of me and I show up to work in a bad mood or I show up to work, I don't write their receipts for them or like what, if I don't provide for them, there's going to be a problem. And not Mm -hmm. only am I going to have a problem with work, but then I'm going to have a problem in my home life because I'm like, Oh crap. Like I got all these bills to pay, you know? So you have to take care of yourself and, And unpacking those things has been very important to me. I think anyone in your self-care routine in your 20s should be working on yourself and working on your childhood, all the things that happened in your childhood, all the things that you want to break, all the things that like I did a Venn diagram. I remember like the first three weeks in therapy and my therapist said, okay, write all the good qualities about your mom, all the good qualities about your dad, write all the qualities you want to take from them and all the qualities that you have right now. That was so good for me because now we go back to that. And it's, you want to learn how to communicate, how to confront things. I think the misconception with people that own businesses, you know, they're boss babes, they're boss girls. Yeah. But like we have personal lives too. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: it's hard for us to balance that.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're balancing your personal life and your work life, just like anyone else. It just looks different. I think when you're an owner, you are, I'm literally everything. I'm HR, I'm janitorial staff. I'm, you know, you know, all these accountant, (laughs) right. I'm all these roles all the time um, because most small businesses don't have designated people in all of those roles. Mm -hmm. It usually, you know, is one person that's usually the owner. And so when you're constantly wearing different hats all the time, it's very hard for me to establish a routine because my routine is never the same. Right. My job is never the same. Guess what? I got a teacher out today. Guess it looks like I'm summoned. You know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. Like you're, I'm the the backfill. You know, and I tell people this all the time that a lot of times when I hire people, I hire people in their skill set. So like, you know being a dance studio owner, I might hire somebody for a contemporary class. Well, a lot of times these people only teach contemporary. They might teach jazz, but most of them don't teach ballet. Okay. Well then I might hire a ballet teacher mm-hmm. and it's, she only teaches ballet. Okay. So why is that important? There has to be someone in the building who can teach all those styles, right? Because what happens when the next person in line that you call to sub for your ballet teacher can't actually come sub for your ballet teacher. Well, guess who it's going to be? It's going to be me. Girl, right. I am, it's me. I'm the one. And yeah. so I have to, I mean, so that's like you and your business, you have to, be, if somebody's not there, I mean, it's different because your booth rent, but like, let's say you were a salon and it falls back though. It, it falls back. Right. Anybody that complains about my renters,
1: customers, it falls back on me. They, somebody slips in the salon, it falls back on me. Right. It gets about, ba- if somebody gets a bad review, it falls back on me. Like right. all those things. And if you're not taking care of yourself you're going to crumble everything in your life's going to crumble and a lot of people that have nine to fives are like oh i don't have that struggle they you check in at the door that's yeah i mean you essentially do like if you don't have a routine you'll you'll have those problems as well so stressed they just out at look work differently yeah they just yeah. look differently like you can be stressed from nine to five and then you're like i'm done i can mm-hmm. be done i can't do that it's like you can't, can't wash it, it. Off. no and my doctor god he was like he was like you have to shut it off i said babe Mm -mm. if i could i would Mm -mm 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 -mm. it's not happening i can't shut it off i can't either
0: you know i can't shut it off because if i shut it off then i'm gonna have 15 more emails or 15 Mm -hmm. more messages in a band app or on and you know and that's the other thing too like i feel like i constantly am juggling you know expectations in in business meaning like Okay. We have a Twitter, we have an Instagram, we have, you know, this, this, and this, like, as far as like social media. So you're constantly checking all of those mediums for potential new clients or people, or you're responding to messages in that Mm -hmm. way. You're also posting content in all those ways. Then I also have an email and I have a website and we have, you know, what we use, we use band for team for all of our different teams. So I'm constantly having to monitor, all of this social media communication and then email communication with families and parents and kids and you want to you know if Susie tags you on Instagram you want to make sure that you like and comment on Susie's post mm-hmm. because heaven forbid Susie get commented too but you know brownie cute face cheeks doesn't right. and so like all right. those little nut you know and you want everyone to feel like they have your undivided attention and your love and your care because you you do love and care about them and the stress of that the weight of that so my routine is never the same I think Never. that is the one of the hardest things okay so I was young I didn't really have an established self-care routine. There weren't things that I was always doing as part of my routine to really just care for the, my emotional, physical well-being, carry that forward 20 years. And then I still have a business on top of that, the stress of business on top of that. And I'm just now finally getting a little bit of like freedom in my home because my children are a little bit more independent. They don't need me as much. They need me in different ways now, which is right. you know great. That's just life. Um, So I'm allowing myself just now at 40, the time and the space to heal from things that I didn't even know that impacted me, process things and emotions, or even just creating new routines for myself so that I can be a healthy human. Because it's so important that you're taking care of yourself now because the lifestyle habits and things you're creating and doing for yourself will Mm -hmm. undoubtedly show up when you're older and either you're going to be caring for a healthy body and a healthy mind, or you're going to be caring for an obese, overworked mind and heart. And that is a really hard place to be, you know? And like, when I look at my grandparents um, and the way my parents cared for them, they all were very mostly healthy people and that they didn't require a lot of like physical care just because they took care of their bodies, you know? And And that's the physical side of it. Well, the emotional side of it, too, is like, you know, when my um, grandmother passed, she did so with such grace, I felt like. um, And that's I know that's an interesting word to choose. But (laughs) she was very confident in where she was going and and in the life choices that. that she made. And she was truly the most um, God-honoring, God-fearing, God-loving mm-hmm. woman that I have ever known in my whole life. And she was at peace. I mean, she really was. She was not afraid. And if anything, she was even in her last breath still like praising God for her the life she lived. Right. And so can you imagine if part of our self-care routine was the physical and the emotional and then the spiritual and what that looks like, you know, when you're 70, 80, whatever years are down the road yeah. and um, what that looks like for your family. Because I know that I do not want my kids having to care for me in that regard. Yeah. Just, and it's
1: mental. It, I think it all it's all mental. If your mental is okay, then you're going to want to work out. You're gonna want to eat good. You're gonna want to do things. So it's like the self care affects your mental, and then it right. kind of flows into everything else. So if your mental's not okay, and
0: mm-hmm. you're not taking care of that, mm-hmm.
1: whatever that looks like for you,
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> good luck. Everybody has to have some sort of routine. Period.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so start small. I think that's my thing. So what are the three start smalls for you?
1: Uh, pick a bedtime
0: girl that's so hard because i always feel like i go to bed at different times every single night Ugh, okay yeah fine, pick a it. bedtime
1: okay like that's like huge for me i'm going into work right now like tomorrow i go in at eight but i'm mm-hmm. trying to go in at 10 so I can that's the up.
0: service industry that's what i'm talking about yeah. so you know and mine is a little bit more scheduled yeah for the most part but like- so three days
1: three days a week pick a time that you're going to get up and you're going to eat your breakfast do your quiet time go to the gym do something physical first even if you walk in the neighborhood. Like that's what I'm trying to do. I will do. tell
0: you when I um, exercise first thing in the morning. That is a game changer for it, me. It, it's a
1: huge impact on I, the rest it, of my the day. The hardest
0: part though is literally flinging my legs over the edge of the bed yep. and even like having the motivation to just hold the first plank.
1: Just do it. Like
0: just like Ugh, just about about to hold it. a plank, girl. Watch me go. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: okay. So that's the second thing. Like figure out like your morning routine. And then I think the third thing would be like, heal your inner child, like heal the wounds that you didn't think that you had. I think that's important.
0: All right. You heard it first here on Sincerely (laughs) Girls Like Us. This is the top three that Carson's going into December with. Mm -hmm. I think those are all really great launching points. Yeah. And even if like
1: that's like too much for you, wash your face every night. That's easy
0: Mm mm-hmm that's do. I told you I'm a -a two-a-day girl because I feel like and I know this is so silly and I don't know why or where this came from or why I feel this way but when I start my work day um or start my day so whether it be after I work out or whatever I'm doing I always shower because I want to start my day like feeling clean and ready to go and then um when I come home this is not a diss on anyone or anything it's not even like it is germ related but (laughs) at the same time it's like I want to wash the day off before I go to bed because I don't want to carry whatever the weight of what it was, germs, whatever Mm -hmm. into my bedroom and into my space. I want to go to bed with a clean mind and a clean heart, you know, a clean body. And so I'm a two a day girl. So maybe that's like an approach that somebody else could take too. Maybe you're, maybe instead of being a one a day girl, you're a two a day girl. Maybe that's part of my self care routine. (laughs) I didn't even realize it. Yeah. That's part of just like resetting my mind and my body for rest. Right. You know, like setting my rest up for success, if that makes any sense.
1: Yeah. Well, and another thing too is like, if you don't do it, the face, the face thing, clean your face, put makeup on every day. Put mascara on every day. At least two out of the three days that I work, I try to put makeup on and I try to get like ready, ready to look presentable. And it makes you feel different, just like going to the gym. I'm gonna be more <coughs> intentional about my routine and my time. Well, we just hope this encourages you to have a self-care routine or at least start thinking about having a routine or something that you want to do for yourself. Even if, not, even if it's not physical, mental, you work on your from, mental.
0: That's right. You cannot pour from an empty cup. So yep. next week we're going to be talking a little bit more about <laughs> why am I still behind. We'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs>